Welcome to Colburn Salim Sound Heart on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. I'm Taslima Ali and I'm spending this beautiful afternoon with you until 4 p.m. inshallah. And we have a really, really wonderful lineup. We're going to be starting a special series today and it's called Languages of Love. And so I'm welcoming into studio Mu'alima Roshan Misbah, who is the Amira of Light Upon Light. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mu'alima. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Taslima. And how are you on this beautiful Ramadan day? Alhamdulillah. I'm feeling a little bit cold, okay. uh, but the sun outside is absolutely wonderful. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And I'm super excited because, Mu'alima, I know it's very hard to get you. Yeah, you're extremely busy. Always doing these, time, I, mean. I mean, always doing these amazing projects in the community. So I'm very excited that we've gotten you for Ramadan and that you're going to be spending the next few weeks with us. Allah, inshallah. I mean, may Allah facilitate and truly grant us Barakah in our time. And may Allah accept from us whatever little bit that we are able to do. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Mu'alima, before we actually go into our, our topic, light upon light. Just a little bit of an introduction. Okay, that's a very long introduction. So I'll try to cut it very short. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, it started many years ago after I left my job. Um, Alhamdulillah, I studied at uh, the Darunayim Institution for a few years. And then uh, alongside, parallel to that, I was busy um, running workshops. And eventually, a few of the attendees, the sisters from the workshop, approached me and said, you know, can't we formalize what it is that we're doing on a Sunday morning after Fajr? <laughs> and I was like, okay, what possibly can we do? And then they said, no, let's form an organization. I was like, okay. And that was in December of uh, 2015. By August 2016, Alhamdulillah, we launched the Light Upon Light Women's Foundation with the sole aim, our vision is to um, develop youth, nurture families and build communities. Allahumma amin. So quite a big vision, but uh, with Allah's permission and with the help of the community, we'll definitely get there, inshallah. Inshallah. And now more recently, you've got the Mentees Project. Yes, and so what we've, what we've done, Alhamdulillah, was uh, since then, we realized because most of the ladies that um, are part of the core group are working and they have, you know, the family commitments and all of those kind of things. So we decided, you know what, we needed some extra hands. Mm-hmm. And having a teenage daughter myself at that time, I said, you know, why don't we rope the young girls in? Let's formalize a mentorship program. So we launched the youth mentorship program of Light Upon Light uh, last year, alhamdulillah. And so it's the second year running and we have about almost 30 girls as part of our program. And in various streams from the one that I'm responsible for is public speaking. And in this market marketing and communications and research and product development and design and one really exciting thing just on that note is our Muslim organizer that comes out every Ramadan, alhamdulillah. So yeah, there's lots of different things that the youth get involved in and the idea is that they must become even better than what we are able to uh, do and, and try to benefit the, the community on a larger scale because they are our future, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, sounds absolutely empowering and beautiful, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. So Ma'anima, coming back now to our topic, languages of love. Subhanallah. <laughs> <laughs> Allahumma barik lana fi Ramadan. Allahumma amin. Allahumma amin. Allahumma amin. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to the listeners of Voice of the Cape. And if I can take this opportunity to wish you and all the staff at Voice of the Cape a Ramadan Kareem and the listeners as well. Allahumma amin. May Allah truly place Barakah in this month for us. Amen. And may we seek the night of Qadr when those last 10 days come. And may Allah continue to give us multiple Ramadans over and over um, until the day that we meet Him. Allahumma ameen. So, Sister Taslima, a very beautiful um, topic, subhanAllah, and something very close to my heart. And before I get into it, I, I want to kind of lay a foundation in a very different light, subhanAllah. So, languages of love is in the reverse is love languages, right? And it is something that has been very close to my heart for a few years now. In fact, I attended one of Mullah Ma'ath's classes one year and he was speaking about love languages and I was like, what is this love languages? And uh, subhanAllah, I went 
and got my hand on, on one of the Love Languages book and it was actually one of the, there's a series of them and the one was for children. I got my hands on it and I was totally blown away by this concept which was written by two very staunch Christian males and subhanAllah it, as, it is as if they understand Islam extremely, extremely well the way it was written. So I was really taken by this, drawn by this as well. It was very simple, very simplified and I started running workshops on it. Uh, up until the point we recently we needed to do our annual within our arts program for um, the for our youth uh, part of our organization and one of the things that we were thinking about you know what are we going to call the theme this year so the challenges remains the same it's always about you know some guy or it's always about a friend or it's always about my mommy nagging you know it's always about the peer pressure and in the deeper things like depression and suicide and you know those things are, are always looming and grooming um, and then one of the things that we thought about was how about trying to get to maybe the root cause of all of these things you know what are truly the war that are within these young girls' hearts. And at the core of it, if you think about it, you know, a war in your heart, then at the core of your heart are your emotions. <coughs> and one very massive emotion and part of your everyday, you know, life and interaction, and in fact it motivates and it stimulates everything that you do, is called love. And so I looked at that specifically and tried to design a program for a few weeks leading up to the month of Ramadan. And I thought, you know, why don't we look at the worth in your hearts from uh, a perspective of love? And so, subhanAllah, it was, it was very, very, very sad and at the same time extremely, extremely eye-opening that on the first week when we did the program and there were close to 150 or even more young ladies um, at, the, at this particular event. And as the, you know, I was doing my intro, I asked them the question, how many of you feel that you are that you are not loved um, or don't feel, not that you are not loved, but rather that you don't feel the love of Allah. And I asked this question because I wanted the brutal honesty to come through. Mm. And so a few of them raised their hand very sort of shyly. And then I knew that this couldn't definitely be the, the case, you know, having dealt with youth for such a long time. And then I said to them, you know what, um, be really, really honest. And I said, for those of you who, who feel that way, you can stand. And so a few of them stood up and then another few stood up and eventually about 90% of the audience stood up. And this just... In fact, this is the greatest motivator why I'm here today, mm. because I feel that there's a part that we as adults have to play in that. It's not that Allah doesn't love them, because we know Allah loves all His creation. Allah loves you, Allah loves me, Allah loves everybody, alhamdulillah. But it's the fact that the reality for these girls is that they're not feeling that. And so what does that mean for our society, for our ummah? And where does that leave us in terms of our responsibility towards them? So I, I continued with the program that particular evening, but when this opportunity came up to actually present something on the radio, it was something that I felt that I needed to share. And I hope that it will make uh, some kind of uh, difference, inshallah, to spe um, specifically to the, these young girls. Because I said to them, tell your moms the next day and the day after we would have workshops on it for adults, mm -hmm. you know, for the moms, and to please come. And sadly, there were only two of the moms that, you know, where the girls went home and told them that, that attended. Regardless of that, so it was, it was very moving and, and quite uh, sad at the same time. But then the reality was also very, you know, stark in that this is why we are sitting with the depression and the suicide and all these other issues. Because at the root of all of this, our children are not feeling loved. And that for me was just absolutely phenomenal. And so what I wish to share with you today, inshallah, is just a brief introduction in terms of um, my understanding of it and where we can, you know, go from here, Bithnila. Inshallah. We're going to take a quick ad break and inshallah we'll be back soon. As 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Colburn Salim Sound Heart on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. If you've just tuned in, we're talking languages of love with Mu'alima Roshan Misbah. And just before the break, I thought Mu'alima was going to have me in tears. <laughs> <laughs> Mu'alima, so going further. Subhanallah, sa'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajim bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So yes, uh, Sister Taslima, that was a huge uh, sort of a rude awakening. And if I can almost just set the scene for you as well. It was the night of uh, Mi'raj. So it was the 27th night of Rajab. We were at the Tarangarod um, Hall, Masjid, uh, Masjid Hall. The, the place was back to capacity with, you know, males outside and, you know, the program was happening. We were trying to set up and then start immediately after the program. And inside we were dealing with 90% of these girls with broken hearts. And I'm just thinking as I was listening to the ad that, um, you know, and the, the jingle for the show, that it's a show that's called Kalbun Salim. And we're speaking about wanting sound hearts. Yes. And here these girls' hearts were broken. Subhanallah. And, you know, it shouldn't actually have shocked me because I deal with quite a bit of these um, issues like on a daily basis, not because I'm a psychologist or, you know, a counselor of, of, of any sort or any kind. In fact, I I defer people and try to refer them elsewhere. Um, but at the end of the day, the state of the community is such that everybody just has a story and you know, some kind of issue, subhanAllah. But at the core of all of this, I firmly believe after having just studied this in, a, in just a little bit of detail, that at the core of all of this is that we feel completely lost, empty, and completely devoid of love. And so what I wish to do over the next few weeks, inshallah, is start off with, um, you know, just a, a, a simple understanding of this concept of love and, and love languages and then move into divine love towards the end of the show, inshallah, in, inshallah. over the next few weeks, because I feel that that is truly where we're missing the boat yeah. uh, completely. And then also the self-healing and the self-care and all of those kind of things and the hope that is out there. And as you're saying, you you know, you were almost in tears. I was almost in tears that, I mean, I asked the question, but I was more shocked to see yes. the response. And, and on top of it, these girls stood up. Mm-hmm. They stood up, even though it was shyly at the beginning, but confidently at the end. And they, they didn't feel this. And I'm like, yeah, Rob, but like, how can you not feel Allah's love? Allah is like, Al-Wadud is the most loving and so I, you know, needed to backtrack a little bit and think about where I came from, you know, how broken I was, where mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, feel, um, where I felt lost, where I felt unsupported, where I felt like, you know, the world is going to cave in on me. And then look at them and say, okay, you know, that is where they are right now. And if Allah brought me to this point in my life, thumma alhamdulillah, then I need to facilitate in, in, in one way or another because we need to bridge that gap, subhanAllah. So that was the objective. Mm-hmm. And we hope that by the end of the four or five weeks that we did the workshop with him, that it did, you know, sort of move them, alhamdulillah. But coming back to introducing the love languages, so the, there's two things that I would like, like to touch on today, inshallah. The one is introducing something called the love tank. And the other thing is just to go through the five love languages just briefly, inshallah. And over the next few weeks, we can go into a little bit more detail, inshallah. So a love tank, if you can almost imagine the petrol gauge, mm-hmm. right? And so the petrol gauge gives an indicator of whether the, the tank is full or whether the tank is empty. And so, you know, when you stop at a, at a garage and you're filling up, you're filling up because there is no... Petrol, yeah. right? And if you can imagine that if you're going to be on empty, you need to fill up, you know, however much you're going to, um, to be filling up on, or you can fill up completely, yes. right? And you know what you can do with that when you, you know, when, you've, um, when you move along. So the idea of the love tank basically is, if you can imagine on a petrol gauge, so if the listeners at home also can just, you know, sort of do this, you have empty sort of on the left, um, so that would be like one bar, an indicator that it's empty. And in, in the middle, you'd kind of have the middle um, bar. Halfway. Halfway through, yes. And then oh, like the tank would be half full. And then you have the full at on the right-hand side. So just so you and I have a love tank inside of us. And it's beautifully described in this, you know, sort of this love language um, book in, in the sense that if your love tank is empty, then it has serious consequences in terms of your actions and your interactions and just how you do life in general. So subhanAllah, this was very profound because now obviously I'm thinking from an Islamic perspective and I'm like, 
okay, you know now, how am I supposed to fill up? Where am I supposed to fill up? And you know, why am I is it empty? Diesel? <laughs> and is it diesel? Is it is it petrol? <laughs> it's all of these kind of things. Yeah. So, so this firstly was a huge, uh, you know, sort of concept. And in understanding this concept, it, it then gives you the the indication that there are several things that cannot happen if you are empty. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you cannot learn. You cannot um, be disciplined. No disciplined in a balanced manner, nor can you feel good about yourself. So this has such, you know, a huge impact on just how you not only interact with people around you, but how you see yourself. Mm. Like this is where the low self-confidence and the self-esteem issues and then how through you, you end up going to the point where there is depression and mild sorts of forms of depression and, you know, sort of serious forms of depression until eventually the suicidal thoughts. I mean, these are real, especially amongst the youth, subhanAllah, why? Because they are feeling empty, so their tanks are empty. So this is the first point I wanted to make. The second one is that in order to fill up and in order to ensure that you are not empty, you need to understand your love language. And so this is where the five different love languages comes in. But before I get there, one of the other major motivators in wanting to not be empty and rather wanting to be full, half half full at least, is the fact that you cannot give what you don't have. And I'm going to repeat this again. You cannot cannot give what you you don't have. So what does this mean? It then means if you are feeling unloved, you're not able to love anybody else. Subhanallah. 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 You know, this is this is mind blowing. Because what does this mean? It basically then means everything that you and I do is driven by love. So if I'm feeling good about myself and I, if I'm feeling loved by others and by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then automatically I will do for others and I'll do not only for them, but I will do for them fi sabilillah, I will do for them fi for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it's, I'm not looking for something in return. Hmm. Subhanallah. So that motivation to, to understand the love tank and to wanting to be full and to not wanting to run on empty is super, super important. And then understanding your own love language and wanting to express or having the power to express in your own love language how you are feeling mm. and how you need to uh, be reciprocated. Um, the, the love needs to be reciprocated to you in your love language. So, so those are the things that we want to touch on, inshallah. Inshallah, subhanAllah. Because, I, I mean, indeed, it, 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 it has an impact on the personality. And there's an old uh, Chinese proverb that says, if a man is at peace with himself, he'll be at peace with his family. And if he's at peace with his family, he'll be at peace with his neighbors. If he's at peace with his neighbors, he'll be at peace with his community. And if communities are at peace with each other, then there'd be world peace. Allah Akbar. Subhanallah, we need to take a quick ad break and inshallah we'll be back soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Kolbun Salim, San Hot on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. I know we're all listening quite closely as Mu'alima Roshan Misbah continues on the language of love. Mu'alima. So yes, Sister Taslima, you know, subhanAllah, this love tank is a very important concept. So yes. the, the, just to recap, it's important for it not to be on empty mm-hmm. because you cannot then express love to others and you know, then subhanAllah, when you are empty and when you are feeling unloved, then we know what, you know, that results in. It's the total opposite. It's the angerness. It's the bitterness. It's all of those kind of things. So subhanAllah, so where do we start? The first point would be to try and understand your own love language. So there's five different love languages as described in, in the, the books of uh, Gary Chapman and Ross Campbell. So in no particular order, you'd find, for example, um, physical touch, that would be one love language, and then you'd find words of affirmation, mm-hmm. you would find quality time, and then you'd also find uh, gifts, and you would find acts of service. Okay, so you're going to break this down I'm first. I'm going to break this down, right? Okay, because so, um, I lost you by the second. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to repeat it again. Okay. So um, physical touch. That it, it, what does that mean? So physical touch basically in terms of when you are the type of person who loves hugging, hugging people. And, and holding. Yes, and, and you know, you like the close proximity. Yes. Um, it, it really fills your love tank when somebody gives you a big squeeze. Okay. You know, and then like I know my nephew, subhanAllah, two of my nephews, like, so the one, I'll give him a tight squeeze because I know he just loves those tight squeezes the other one is you'll, you'll see me he says don't kiss me oh, <laughs> you know? okay. so cute like 
that, right? Uh. But I know that his um, love language is words of affirmation. So okay. I have to address him, you know, on his name and give him kind words and beautiful words and many words, <laughs> you know, and things like that. And uh, so, so that would be, so physical touch would be that. Then uh, words of affirmation is um, basically somebody who, and, and it's beautiful to, to kind of, you know, when you, when you test this out, so the listeners can even go and Google this, and then there's quite a bit of tests that you can do, self-test, to see, you know, which love what language is your love language. And you'll have a dominant, you'll have a subdominant as well. Okay. So and you can be more than one. Yes, you definitely can be okay. more than one. And what's beautiful is that when you understand your love language, then it's like that aha moment. It's like that light bulb, you know, because often you will hear somebody say things like, um, like a child would say to a, to a parent, mommy, do you love me? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, definitely that's an indication of words of affirmation. So that that child basically needs their love to be expressed through words. Subhanallah. So that would be a words of affirmation. And then you have um, the, what did we say the third one was? Quality time. So quality time is what you and I are doing right now. We're spending okay. time together, you know. So if you are the kind of person who loves quality time, then... Basically, it will be over a cup of tea, having coffee with your with your friends, um, you know, just being in the same space with somebody else. And you don't even have to speak necessarily because you're just spending time with, mm-hmm. with that particular person and that just fills your love tank. And then there's another one called gifts. And here people often make the mistake and think, oh, this is a very expensive love language. <laughs> but if you can imagine a young child coming to you and... You know, you're sitting in a garden and a child sees um, a daisy, goes and picks that daisy and says to you, yeah, mommy, this is for you. So it's a gift. It doesn't have to be, you know. It doesn't have to be monetary or or material. Absolutely not. It can be a gift in in any form. In any form. And it's usually, you know, accompanied by one of the other languages. So either words or through acts of service or one of those kind of things as well. So so that one is also very... um, uh, you know, sort of misunderstood in that, it, you know, you often think it needs to be lavish stuff, but mm-hmm. it's not that. It's like that small, it's the thought behind it. So somebody whose love language is uh, gifts, for example, will go into great detail to wrap it for you, you know, um, in, in absolute perfection. You know, so they'll go to great detail to make sure that the ribbon matches the actual wrapping paper and that everything is neatly folded on, you know, each corner and all of those kind of things. So they get they take it has great, to be special. They get they take great pride in that and at mm-hmm. the same time they love keeping the wrappings and all of those kind of things yeah. as well. And then acts of service. That one is um, very beautiful as well, and that uh, basically is doing fathers. So your love actually increases by doing fathers, and in the month of Ramadan. You know, you can see those whose love languages, acts of service, they just want to do for others. Mm. So in other words, the giving and the sadaqah and, you know, whether it's of your time or of your money. And giving purely because it, you know, just increases and it fills their love tank to just give, give, give all the time. So it's basically doing something for somebody else and then watching that person smile at having received that particular, you know, sort of, uh, let's say, for example, you went through great key to make a pot of soup and you distributed it, you know, at the evening for those people who are homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the month of Ramadan, we feel more generous. And so, you know, we want to give others as well. And so you go through great lengths to actually prepare that pot of soup. And then you stand and you watch, watch the person receiving that. So it's not a gift for you. It's the act of making that soup mm-hmm. that actually fills your love tank. So so those are the five. Did we go through all five, right? So we said physical touch and yes. um, affirmation, words of affirmation, and we said uh, quality, quality time. time, gifts, and acts of service. So those are the five love languages. And, you know, I would really, really encourage the, uh, the listeners, usually at exclusive books, you can pick up a copy of, of this, and there are many variations of this. You'll get the love languages for children, for couples, in the workplace, you name it. You know, there's something, subhanAllah. And what I love about the book, it's divided into different, the, the five mm-hmm. parts. And then it gives you little bits of tips at the end of each chapter to tell you, you know, how you can actually express love in that particular love language. So something that we have to mention at this point is that, Often, you know, you, if your love language is, for example, it's a quality time, mm-hmm. then you want to express, you naturally express love to others in your love language. So if the other person's love language is words of affirmation, for example, they don't want the time. They yes. want the words. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's about trying to understand also um, this holistically. So not just focusing on you. Initially, you need to focus on yourself yeah. in order to get a deeper understanding. Yeah. 
And then the more you'll get that deeper understanding, the more you'll be able to express love to others in that in the love language as well, subhanAllah. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick ad break. When we come back, we continue, inshallah. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Colburn Salim Sound Heart on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. If you've just tuned in, we're talking about the languages of love. And just before the break, Mu'alima um, Roshan Misbah gave us the five different languages. And we were having quite a giggle during the break, Mu'alima, because I was saying this so much explains relationships. And, and we'll get, um, you know, you're like, my husband, he doesn't love me, he doesn't show me any love. And all the time this poor man is saying, you know what, I'm showing you so much love, but you're not getting it. But it's just that it's in different languages, Manima. SubhanAllah. And, and this is really amazing because love is a means of communication. Yeah. So we've been expressing sort of incorrectly all our lives. And we've been receiving potentially incorrectly. And that's why you can understand at the root of all of this, you do feel unloved. Yes. Because you you have a need and your need is not being fulfilled. So your tank essentially is empty. And imagine running on empty all your life. Yeah. SubhanAllah, this is like really, really serious. And if you, can, if you can't come out of that rut, then imagine the consequences of thing, perpetuating that cycle into a marriage, um, you know, a family. And then SubhanAllah, it's really, really just uh, absolutely mind-blowing. I'm excited, Mualima, because this means if we could understand our language of love yes. for yourself yes. and then possibly try to get to understand your spouses or your children's, it could make the world so much more peaceful. Absolutely. <laughs> and so in our household, we've done that, alhamdulillah. So alhamdulillah. the minute we, um, you know, I, I found this book and through Mualima's amazing classes, alhamdulillah, and you know, I started reading and I thought to myself, oh my word, I've been doing everything <laughs> the completely opposite, you know, expressing my love to my daughter in the opposite manner completely and realizing how at fault I was and then, uh, you know, trying to rectify that to the extent where I used to put reminders on my phone to, you know, just do certain things in her love language to be able yeah. to express it. So just so that you can actually create a habit, yes. subhanAllah. So it's amazing. As an example, we'll come home from anywhere and, you know, immediately the kettle will go on and she'll make me a cup of tea because she knows that I'm acts of service. And so immediately that will just fill my love tank <laughs> yeah. for the entire day. So it's little bits of changes like that that can make a huge difference in, you know, your relationships. Subhanallah. And in terms of just what you mentioned earlier on, how it breaks down relationships. Mm. So one of the things I also remember very clearly, the, just on, at the initial stages of um, discovering this in you know, sort of venturing through this this newfound communication medium or method. I remember once Leila just, you know, looking at me and saying to me, Mommy, my love tank is empty. And I just stood there and I was like, oops. And I was like, for me it was such a, a an amazing moment because I realized that understanding this gave her the empowerment to actually express to me in a very kind and beautiful manner that she is not feeling fulfilled at that point in time and there was a need that she needed you know there was a, there was something she needed and I wasn't seeing to that need so that on the other side is really really powerful because now you are empowered to tell somebody else you know what my love tank is not filled and you need to you know get your act together yes and it doesn't make you needy you know, no. it should be it sh- it should be a mutual exercise. Absolutely, and remember at the at the bottom of all of this, you know, sort of the foundation of all of this is like, why do we express love? This is really really important as well. Why do we want to go to these great lengths to actually understand our own love language and the love languages of others? In order to communicate in in a better manner, because at the end of the day, you and I want to love purely for the sake of Allah. So I want to, Allah created me like this, Allah created you like that, and mm-hmm. I want to love you the way Allah wants me to love you, not the way I want to love you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So when I say to you, then it must be in the manner, so in, in other words, for example, let's say your love language is words. So I'll write that out for you. You know, I'll maybe carve it out on stone for you, if, <laughs> you know, if, if that's the links that I need to go to. But it will fill your love tank and you will treasure that. And so if you are gifts, for example, then exactly that, carved out, on stone, the fact that, you know, I love you would make the world of difference to you. The other thing that I also believe is one of the stumbling blocks 
that prevents us from getting there is that we don't put in the time to actually think about where our relationships are going wrong. So if we were to take a step back and think about, okay, you know, this relationship isn't working or that one is working or whatever the case may be, how can I fix it? At the core of all of that, it's going to be, you know, are you in a good space in terms of expressing your love to that person? Or are you just taking? Well, anyway, you know, it's been so insightful and, and my mind has wandered off a bit because I'm thinking from the start of the program where okay. you said that the, these young ladies had stood up 99 yes. uh, or not. Over 100 of them, plus 140, yes, yes 90% of them. Stood up saying, you know what, and, and there was a reality that there's this gap in feeling this yes. love. And I'm, I, and I'm very excited for the next few weeks because inshallah, it's going to be quite a journey. Absolutely. Um, and it's a, it's a journey that would enable us to reflect on our relations yes. and the relationships and those that are very present in our lives Absolutely. and and to perhaps look at them with kinder eyes because I mean we, we all kind of have an understanding we can never really define what love is but we have an understanding of what love is and should be and so hopefully hopefully we could you know invite so much more kindness absolutely and we also have an understanding of what love is not yes and when I'm not feeling loved and the other very beautiful thing is if Allah's name one of Allah's names attributes is Al-Wadud the most loving then you and I have a huge responsibility to love that name of Allah on a human level yes so we Indeed. need to express love on a human level but even just to say I love you Malima some people find it so hard absolutely subhanallah Perfect. I mean to add that part about feel like because that's really really important for the sake of Allah um, and then also the response of that is very beautiful for the one whom you love me may he love you too so it's always bringing Allah into the equation. Subhanallah, on that note of love, we're going to take a quick ad break and we'll be back soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And we are talking the language of love on Colburn Salim's sound heart with Mu'alima Roshan Mesbah. Mu'alima, last few minutes for this section, but we're looking forward to an exciting series, inshallah. Oh, I mean, Allah grant us khair and barakah in our time and just in the next few uh, few weeks of Ramadan, alhamdulillah. So I think what I'd love to maybe just end off with is for the listeners to think about you know how important it is to understand this concept of love whether you are feeling full or empty and whether you are feeling you know that you are young and uh, so this is just how you must feel or you are old and so there's nothing to do about it so think deeply about it reflect on it for for the week inshallah and think about you know how can we make this world a better place. I think that would be the challenge I would like to put out there to our listeners. How can we make the world a better place by just understanding this very important concept of, of love and love languages for the pure and most important intention that we want to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the qalbun salim. So, so if that is if that is what we all want and aspire to, then we have to do something with our hearts. And so whether our hearts are broken or whether our hearts are saddened or whether our hearts are filled or it doesn't matter where our hearts if, if our hearts are filled then you know alhamdulillah it means that we need to fill others yeah. in return and if our hearts are not then we need to really seek those means and measures and what better time than the month of ramadan subhanallah Indeed. and so something that i'd love to to maybe also give the listeners some food for thought about is you know that Ayat in the Quran it speaks about Ramadan, Shahru Ramadan, that unzila Quran. When Allah speaks about this is the month of Ramadan in which Allah sent us the, the, the Quran. Then I want you to think about the following concept. If if I were to ask you what is love, sister Taslima, what would you say? Now if I had to say to you love is dot dot dot. You know, you would come up with whatever it means to you. So so let's just try that. What does love mean to you? Oh my gosh. It is a hard question, but love is something that's quite big and I think it's 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 huge to define. Absolutely. But it encompasses so much in terms of feeling, in terms of environment, in terms Absolutely. of 
within and externally. So you could say something like love is emotions. Love is emotions. Oh, love it is, is an emotion. Or love, you could say love is action. Love is something internal. Love is something external. Mm-hmm. So now bringing it home to the month of Ramadan. You know, how about love is dot 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 al-Quran. Indeed. Subhanallah. Because Allah says that in this month he sent down this Quran. Subhanallah. And if Allah is al-Wadud and he's the most loving and Allah loves you and I, then how can the Quran not be love? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. So this is really just something I'd love for the listeners to ponder upon and, you know, for us to think about, like, how far are we from Allah's Quran? How close are we to Allah's words? How beautiful is this love letter that Allah... And, you know, think about it as a love letter. You know, how many ayat Allah sent us because He loves us. And He wants us to understand each and every, not just the ayat, but He wants us to understand each and every word in the ayat. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. I know you said you'd make us cry. <laughs> no, no, that's not you're eating, <laughs> you're eating home because sometimes we tend to have, and I'd say luxuries because Allah has given us everything. Absolutely. And we have it right in front of us. But sometimes we tend to forget or not realize. Okay. And so you've beautifully put it this afternoon. Indeed, every letter, every verse of the Holy so Quran and if you just is think about, love. If you think about the Mus'haf itself, the mm-hmm. actual you know, sort of book form, then every page is going to be love. Just being able to touch the page, subhanAllah. Then being able to see the page and being able to identify the huruf and being able to recite it. And this is then the depth of, of, the, of the fact that love cannot really be defined because if you then think of the Holy Quran and if you think of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the generations and the generations and generations and many many generations that have fallen in love with with these pages and these verses and the lives that it has inspired. I'm thinking of like just imagining one moment one person is a disbeliever and the next moment he hears the words of Allah and because his heart is open to the truth he says, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah wa ashadu annaka Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So love is dot dot dot. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as well. <laughs> Subhanallah, absolutely beautiful. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. The next few weeks, we're going to be going on the journey through the five languages with the Holy Quran, inshallah. You pray for us that Allah gives us the the barakah in our time and that Allah places on our tongue whatever it is that Allah wants us to to share with the listeners, subhanAllah. And that Allah affords us the opportunity to, you know, make this of of great benefit in, in terms of everybody that's listening and for ourselves as well. That Allah must allow for this way. He will on our, our skills, Allah ma'ameen. So with the next few weeks, inshallah, what we, we definitely endeavor to do, inshallah, is go into more practical things, looking at the love languages in a little bit more detail. So maybe two over the next uh, few weeks, inshallah, two per week. And then ending off with just understanding um, how to experience, or rather maybe we'll do that the, the, the very next week, is how to experience Allah's love in your love language you know so how can you fill up you know if you if you imagine all these different petrol stations you know and you're filling up at one garage but there's a main source where all the the petrol is coming from so if you imagine going to that main source and you're just filling up there directly so going directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and trying to fill your love tank um, you know directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it definitely can be done yes and I'm <laughs> thinking now what an investment the oil refinery will be your own also <laughs> subhanallah <laughs> so, so that's what we want to explore um, over the next few weeks inshallah bi'ithnillah ta'ala inshallah we need to say shukran for joining us on Colburn Salim and for joining us for this entire month of Ramadan Amen. and we're looking forward to following the series with you Amen. over the next few weeks inshallah and we want to thank the radio just for giving us the opportunity as well and to keep uh, please keep us in your du'as and Amen. if there was anything of benefit then it's purely from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and anything that I heard upon purely from myself, my nafs from shaitan even though the fiery character is locked up <laughs> but uh, subhanallah just keep us in your du'as and Amen. and, uh, and keep us in yours ma'alima that Allah allows us to be beneficial to humanity Allahumma ameen inshallah ameen and then also just a reminder because I know quite a few SMS's have come through you may find light upon light on Facebook and Instagram 
Telegram. You can also uh, visit their webpage, which is www.lightuponlight.co.za. You can also email them at info at lightuponlight.co.za. Shukran so much, Malima. That's an absolute pleasure. We really pray that Allah gives us a beautiful Ramadan further, I mean, and that Allah really, really allows us to seek the night of Qadr and, and truly find it. Allah, I mean. Inshallah, I mean. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Colburn Salim on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Yes, we are seeking a sound heart in this beautiful month of Ramadan. I'm Taslima Ali. I'm with you until 4 p.m. inshallah. And so today we're going to be continuing our series that we started with our multi-talented uh, therapist sister Nasiha Bayat yesterday. And that is Feeding the Ruh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to Taslima and to all our listeners. Well, mashallah, it's good to have you back in studio, uh, Nasiha. It is a wonderful opportunity for me also to share what I've experienced and how we can make a difference to some people who listen and I hope that somewhere along the line what I share does make a difference to people out there. Inshallah. So so on today's um, um, uh, feeding the Ruh, what are we going to be doing? Yes, uh, we just want to cap up a few things that we said yesterday that you know uh, we don't realize that we have certain beliefs and those beliefs could be negative and then we reaffirm them and we continuously experience negative outcomes and then that becomes our reality which is actually an illusion and it is not a reality the only reality is Allah subhanahu and that something that is real never never ever dies it's ever living it's eternal so we need to connect with that energy and today what we're going to speak about is how we're going to mend the broken heart what are we going to do to change those habits and how we can help ourselves to change those habits and actually look at our thoughts and be aware that we can make some very serious changes in this month of Ramadan. We have got so much of help from Almighty Allah in this month of Ramadan. Our nafs are tied. The negatives are not so powerful in telling us what to do in our minds. We have so much of opportunity to make those changes. So first of all, I just want to say that mending the broken heart actually really speaking there is no broken heart because if the heart were broken we would be dead but it is just a terminology that we use what is actually a broken heart is actually emotionally broken so where does the emotion start so I just want to clarify that it's first the thought and then the feeling and the way we process those thoughts and those feelings that determines our attitude and how we make our beliefs out of those thoughts and out of those feelings so what we really need to see that the very same emotion that gave you a broken heart is the very same emotion that will make you. Khalil Gibran says that Almighty Allah, that love, uh, we believe as Muslims that love is ab- that Allah is above love, is compassion. Because he is most compassionate, most merciful. But Khalil Gibran says it is, love shall crown you, so shall it crucify you. So meaning, he and I'm quoting also uh, Jalaluddin Rumi, he says sometimes you need to be heartbroken. And it's actually not a physical heart that's broken. When you are broken, something has to thunder inside for the light to merge. And that is the positive side that I am saying because... That heart has to be broken. Some, and what we do about it, are we going to remain broken or are we going to turn it around and see the good out of it and mend? And what you're actually mending is your emotions. You're rising above the baggage, you're changing your habitual thinking and your living, and you are rising above to a positive way of living. We are so used to saying, yesterday I mentioned about worry. Today I'm actually mentioning about problems. People say, I have so many problems, and they affirm, and words have so much of power, and they say, I'm loaded with problems. You're giving so much of affirmations to that problem. There is no problems from Allah. There is only challenges. And if you look at a challenge, a challenge is something that you welcome for growth. 
Now, I want to give a parallel. If you're going hiking and if you're going a 40-kilometer hike and you've been a regular hiker, it's a challenge how you're going to hike, how you're going to manage that time if you're going for a couple of days, how you're going to spend that night and how you're going to plan those times when you're going to have food, when you're going to be far away, all those little preparations and the challenges of meeting different weather conditions, all those things are challenges. And ultimately, when you reach the destination or wherever you are going, nobody actually ever told you to go for a hike, but it's your passion to go for that. And when you achieve that, it is this inner satisfaction, it is this achievement it breaks the fears, it breaks the barriers, it does so many things to build you inside of you. So that is why we have challenges in a different way, but those are given by Allah to us. And Allah also tells us that He doesn't place a burden on us greater than what we can bear. So why does He give us challenges? We first need to see that because He wants us to grow. He wants us to find that confidence that comes from inside of us that we can manage that we are capable and that he is with us. He never leaves us, not even for a, for a twinkling of an eye. So we need to believe that. And once we believe that, we will find that we will start feeling more positive that we are not alone. We get out of the self-pity that, oh, I've got nobody. But you came alone and you're going to go alone. You will have all the support from people when Allah has, dis has ordained that for you. He ordains sometimes for you to be alone because you are tapping more into Him. And then when you tap into Him, He'll make musabib al-asbab. He'll make the asbab of somebody to come in and support you in that. But it is your challenge. It is your ocean or your river to, to, to cross. Nobody else can cross it for you. And you must be positive about it. But if, you're going, if we're going to con continuously blame other people and, and, and weep and whine, we're going to be like the weeping willow. And nature teaches us which tree we want to be. Are we want to be weeping willows continuously hanging over the river or the dam, tearing and complaining? It's, it's energy. It's, it's actually being a vampire. You strain people's energy. But yes, sometimes to cry, it's okay. But you don't make a career out of it. Hmm. And this is where we can actually change. We can get out of self-pity. And we can look at the Qur'an, where the Qur'an helps us so much. Allah tells you, I give you a difficulty, and then He also gives us a solution for it. He says, if you're going to thank me in your adversity, I'm going to take your adversity and turn it into prosperity. So you thank Him for this challenge. You don't whine and complain. You thank him, and when you go in, go on thanking him, he promises you, he doesn't lie, it's truth. He says, I will change it. And as you go along, you see that it becomes easier. And in Alam Nashra, he says, after every difficulty, there's relief. And when there's relief, then those are lessons. Those are golden lessons for us to learn. And this is what makes us wise. That is wisdom that comes from the heart and through these experiences that we become wise and Allah wants us to become wise. Allah wants us to draw those qualities from our hearts and apply them so that we can become stronger, wiser and become more effective in how we're going to manage emotions because mastery of emotions is what we are actually challenged with. Are we going to get depressed? Or are we going to blame? Or are we going to say, let me go on the musalla, let me go tahajjud, let me pray about it, because these are the answers that Allah gives you. And somewhere along the line, He's going to give us the solutions. But now I'm coming to the habits that people form. And those habits are now difficult to break. But surely you can break. And in personally, I use some affirmations. So I'm just going to say one affirmation, which is very helpful. I, you say, I lovingly and wholeheartedly release and let go of everything that is not divinely designed for me. 
And when you say that I lovingly and wholeheartedly release and let go of everything that is not divinely designed for me and the divine plan of my life now comes to pass. I am a whole person. I am a complete person. Those words have power. And if you read it with Yasin in conjunction with Yasin, you are actually saying kun fayakun to your words and it becomes that. So you apply that very powerfully into your daily life. You, you learn to say Allah's love enfolds and protects me. Allah's love, Allah's wisdom guides me. And so you don't feel alone. You feel that you have somebody. And this is where you need to give yourself a pep talk. You know, you're not alone. Every time the thought says, oh, self-pity, you say, no, Allah's with me. Who can be against me if Allah's with me? And those are the things that you can do that can change your thinking and steer your boat in a positive way. Sooner or later, you'll see sunshine. And so those are the things that you've got to practice. I have something here that is that you may actually contact the radio station or you can contact me and I can forward it to you. It is a lovely little affirmation to recite after Quran and you are reprogramming your mind. So I'm going to read this to you and it is, it is something that if you like you can always message me and I'm going to give you my cell phone number which you can take it after I read this. Or you can contact Taslima on the radio station. And this is something that I used for many, many years. Today, I place myself in a, in a Ramadan atmosphere, a spiritual environment in which I willingly let go of all erroneous suggestions and false beliefs and allow intuitive insights to fill me with truth. I am willing to learn who I am and to discover what I am and to understand my relationship with Allah subhanahu and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I'm eager to change how I think, the way I feel and the manner in which I respond. I'm eager to change both my identity and my human nature. I'm ready to walk into this day freed from yesterday's mistakes. I bring into this day the mental capacity to learn the truth, to embody the truth, to embody the teachings of the Quran. And in doing so, I know that I will know the truth and the truth will set me free. I'm excited about walking away from the darkness and walking into the light. It is the beginning of my new life. I reflect infinite peace, love, contentment, joy and happiness. If we affirm this every day, we are programming our mind. And once we, programming, uh, we program our mind, it's like a computer. It will give us what we planted in there. And automatically, slowly, slowly, the old patterns die. And this new affirmation starts coming in. And then we begin to see that we have challenges and not problems. And then you can start living your life looking forward to it instead of dreading it and say, oh, another day. But Allah has told you so many times in the Quran, for example, the Surah Ar-Rahman, Allah is telling us about how many favors he has done for us. He helps us in everything. And once you do that, you're not so blind. You begin to see and experience a new way of living a new way of thinking and in that way you can truly say that you know what you have been blessed with the Quran and with being that you, you can then bear witness to Allah says that he has completed his favor unto us he has blessed us with the Quran and he has blessed us with Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as a mercy to mankind Subhanallah, indeed. Absolutely beautiful reminder. Um, Sister Nessie, how we're very excited because we now know that every Monday and Tuesday we're going to get a good injection of feeding the Ruh, inshallah. <laughs> uh, inshallah, every Monday we're going to try and see, and in that way I'm going to say that this is what we want to bring nur and ruh we want to feed our ruh with prayer with happiness with joy that is what the ruh wants love so with this i close my the i like to actually tell i like to actually give my message of love to every person out there and i want to say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Colburn Salim on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. I'm Taslima Ali. And we've just got a few minutes into uh, into Sound Heart, but we are now joined by Brother Imad Isaacs, who's the founder and the managing um, director of the Youth Academy for Le- Leadership Excellence. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Brother Imad. Ramadan Kareem to you and the family. To you as well. So, so mashallah, the Youth Academy for Leadership Excellence. You want to give us a little bit of a window to to what it's about? Uh, so, the Youth Academy for Leadership Excellence was uh, formally founded in 2014. Um, the, the motivation and the purpose of this institution, I think derives from a deep concern for the quality of leadership uh, in our country. And um, basically what we've done is we've started an institution that aims to create enabling spaces for our young people to grow their um, academic service as well as the leadership and entrepreneurial ability and to grow their knowledge and skills and attributes to actively face the the challenges um, that we find in the world today. And so we do this in a very unique way. We do this by having a full-time academy um, that operates grade 8 all the way up to grade 12, while spending 30% of the time actually engaged in our leadership program. Excellent. It sounds absolutely amazing. I was also just reading through the write-up that Sister Widad has given us, and it says that you have a love for challenges and new ventures, and I'm seeing that you are actually into into tutoring as well, Imad. Yes, that is correct. So so what exactly does the Academy tutor? Uh, What is the Academy tutor? So so when when we speak about the Youth Academy for Leadership Excellence, we actually have to be three main operational units. The one is the full-time academy, mm-hmm. the other is the um, online high school that we also have, and then the third segment is what we call our public program. Now, our public programs currently offer uh, mathematics and science tuition from grade 5 all the way up to grade 12. Um, we also offer support for his learners, offering them recognized assessments that assist them to get back into mainstream schools. Um, and then we've also got a one of our flagship programs is an annual winter school um, that's coming up also soon. And that offers um, from grade 8 all the way up to grade 12, also again math and science. Excellent. So where exactly are you based, Imad? Uh, we are in Lansdowne. Mm-hmm. Um, we've moved into a, a lovely campus since the beginning of 2018. Um, we are in St. John's Road in Lansdowne. Okay, excellent. And for those that are perhaps wanting to find out more, um, how may they do so? Well, they're more than welcome to check out our website. One option is on www.yalesa, which is spelled Y-A-L-E-S-A, dot org. Um, or they can call our offices on 061-427-1432. Okay. Excellent. And Imad, in terms of, of uh, parents or students that are wanting to join up on your on your different programs, uh, may they do so via your webpage or should they visit you in Lansdowne? They, they, may, they may do either or. They can check out the website. They're more than welcome to give us a call as well or they can come and visit us at the campus. Excellent. Imad, I'm going to ask you once again to just uh, share the contact number and the webpage, please. Okay, so the contact number is 061 427-1432 and the webpage is www.yalesa yalesa is spelled Y-A-L-E like Yale S-A as in South Africa dot org and then your, your um, in terms of your um, hours the hours um, well I mean our full time academy operates from, from the morning from 8am uh, to about 6 every day Okay, until about six every day, and then uh, the t- the tutoring that you have on offer. I know that you said you also have um, a segment of the academy is also online, but in terms of the tuition, is that also during the week? Uh, yes, so so for grade um, all the way from grade five to grade nine, we offer weekday programs for them, and then on the weekends we offer the grade ten to twelve. Okay, and so we can get all um, the information of that on your webpage as well as the number that you've just shared. Yes, that's correct. Okay, excellent. Imad, is there anything else you'd like to add? 
Um, at this point, not too much. Um, in terms of the just a short mention, the speed differentials, I think, for, the, for learners, um, for parents that may be interested in the full-time academy, we are still taking enrollment for grade 8 and grade 9. Um, and as mentioned, we spend about 50% on our actual leadership program um, for the, for the full-time academy. Excellent. Thank you so much, Imad, for joining us on Colburn Salim. And we're hoping that so many have taken the details or they can contact us uh, for the details that Brother Imad has just uh, shared for the Youth Academy for Leadership Excellence. Uh, shukran so much, Imad. Have a lovely uh, iftar with the family, inshallah. Inshallah, you too as well. Yeah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi well, well, that that is the Youth Academy for Leadership Excellence, and we are now going to be playing a short clip, a powerful reminder for all of us. But before we do so, I would like to say a very, very happy birthday to Buttaraji Devaji. It is his birthday today, as well as to a dear friend, Sister Tahseen Kamali, also celebrating her birthday today. Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and continue to place nur upon your path, inshallah. Well, it's that time where we are soon closing off um, on Colburn Salim, which is Sound Heart from myself to Slima. It's been absolutely amazing being in your company. And a little reminder today that the world is filled with love and that we need to look at each other with lots and lots of kindness, lots and lots of patience. And hopefully next week we'll get to explore that five love languages that Mu'alima Roshan Misbah has um, beautifully introduced us to today and of course that big powerful reminder by sister Nasiha Bayat on how to dig deep. Well we're going to um, uh, I'm going to say shikran to Auntie Abira uh, Dixon who's on, t- out t- on technical duty today and I look forward to being in your company once again tomorrow inshallah and so from myself just a, a reminder to keep those lips moist in remembrance of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa